You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. Yo, podcast world. How are we? Whether it's this morning, this afternoon, or this evening when you get to listen to this podcast, welcome aboard. Okay, this is an intro to a quick little improv podcast that I was able to record with Larry Doyle. Okay, he's an online coach. He's a personal trainer based down in Enniscorthy, Wexford. And I was lucky enough to get 10 odd minutes of his time, which is extremely valuable. And I was an impromptu, as I said, I had the mic there. I was just lucky enough to ask him a couple of questions. This is the intro to that podcast, all right? But Larry Doyle, just to give him a quick introduction, is, as I said, he's an online coach, okay? He has a, a simplistic ideas of getting people to be fitter and healthier. He's a man after my own heart. Okay, using real foods and real approaches and putting them into small, pardon the pun, bite-sized information. Because sometimes we're actually, in fact we are, information overloaded and knowledge lacking. And how does that happen? That happens as a result of, we have all the books, we have all the peer-reviewed document results. We have at our fingertips Google that will tell us anything that we possibly want but the difference is you need to put it into practice you cannot gain the advantage of something that you do not do and we step and Larry on the same wavelength with the two of those because that's the way we were brought up and that's the information we're trying to pass on to other individuals and while I was down there like Larry was able to host a workshop and in that workshop we're touching on <clears throat> and we discussed in his beliefs that fitness and food and nutrition is as simple and as hard as you make it, okay? And he's getting people to slow down. And why is that important? It's important to slow down because we live in a rat race where we're getting up and the first thing we do is look at our phone. The next thing we, we do after that is we get a grab a cup of coffee, we hop in the car and we have our lunch and packed and we're gone to work and we're in work for so many hours then as a result of that, you come home, yeah, did you go train, are you going training? What's up next, food? Bang it on, quick, boom, boom, sit down. What's on the telly? Look, you're always in reactive mode. <clears throat> and during the workshop, there was actually a training session before that I was able to get down to. And I had to get up extremely early to get down to it from West Cork. But nonetheless, it was great because when we did, when we got there, it started at 8 o'clock. And it was time scheduled for an hour. But the first 10 minutes, he told us to sit down. We sat down. We did a stretching. And it, that isn't the typical thing you might spend a couple of minutes tops but it was 10 odd a good solid stretch and why is that important all right stretching increases your flexibility okay prevents the likes of injury but as we were doing it just making it social we're stretching over to your left looking and talking to that person for a couple of seconds stretching to your right stretching and talking and what that is is actually making it more sustainable it's making it more social and that's what training should be for you to be consistent you make it social because if you make something social you're much more likely to continue to do it right? and I found that extremely what um, beneficial that someone of Larry Doyle is doing that and he's bringing that in I, I'm going to bring it in myself even more so now right? spending the time slowing down breathing techniques is what we were doing throughout the training as well before and after okay? as a result of bringing down your heart rate but breathing in through the nose Big deep breaths and out through the mouth. 
And that is so beneficial to breathe into your nose, just for the fact that all right, when you're breathing through your nose, you put your tongue up to the palate of your mouth, and as a result of that, as you're developing, you can actually shape your mouth, okay? And what happens is you shape your mouth, you shape your t surrounding teeth. And as a result of that, then, you have straighter teeth. And when you have straighter teeth, you're more confident, okay? And when you're more confident, as a result of that, you're more successful, okay? So there's a massive knock-on effect of doing these small things all the time, which is the compound effect, which I'm a major believer in, all right? And Larry Doyle has this approach to and relationship and tries to get people to have a better relationship with food because it's not just about the calories. It's not just about eating whatever is quote-unquote a healthy meal. Right? And healthy is different for everyone. And I've said that before on this podcast. What's healthy for you isn't healthy for another person. Okay, And no food is ever good or bad. It's the portion sizes. It's the amount. Okay, It's the balance. right? Because we're not just meant to eat bang, 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 regimentally. You're not just meant to eat this, this, this in a list. Listen to your body, because your body will tell you the foods that you want, okay? You might be a result of you being lacking in one of the three main macronutrients, whether it be protein, whether it be fats, whether it be carbs. Stick in the single ingredient foods, and you will increase your energy levels as a result of that, okay? But one other thing, if I didn't touch, the sustainability, okay? Sustainability, Larry mentioned before we even touched on recording this podcast. Sustainability with your food. Sustainability with your training. Because that's what it's all about. It's about the long game. It's not about getting from where you are now to where you want to be as quick as you can. It's important to know where you want to go. Because if you don't know where you want to go, you'll take whatever you get. And that works in fitness. That works in your career. That works in your relationship. So I'm a major believer in you setting out and knowing what you want. You want a certain physique, you want a certain weight, you want to have more energy levels. How do you do that? When you know and ask the right questions, you get the right answer. And that's my approach, and that's Laurie's approach as well. We're quite similar in that, right? To, I'm going to say countrymen. <laughs> uh, I've been from Waterford and Larry being from Wexford. <laughs> but as well as with sustainability, it's so important to create habits, right? And creating habits, how do you do that? You have to firstly have to know what you want. And as a result of that, then there's scientific statistics out there that says it takes 66 days to form a habit. And forming a habit can be the small thing of having the likes of your supplements or your food items, that, your breakfast, in the same place, on the same shelf, in your kitchen, in your room so that it makes it easier for you. Because the easier you make it, the more consistent you can be, okay? Because that's what it's all about, making it a habit and creating the habit, having the gym bag ready, having the meal prep on a Sunday, doing and having it lined out so that you can say, I'm going to go Monday, day off Tuesday, Monday, day on Tuesday, day off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, have the weekend off. Or whatever approach you do yourself, you fit it into, I can't do Tuesday, I can't do Saturday, I like Saturday, I can train with someone on a Saturday, makes it more social. I'm doing this on a Saturday and I'm going to get to where, from where I am to where I want to be, okay? And with the likes of these creating habits and making it sustainable, not comparing yourself to others. Why? Because when you compare yourself to whoever you are on looking on social media, scrolling down through it, I wish I had that. You're not 
being fair to yourself. Why? Because you're comparing their chapter 10. They've been training. They've been eating a certain way for so long, for so many years. And you have only started. You're only on chapter 3. And you're looking at chapter 10. You need to focus on chapter 4. And once you get to chapter 4, what happens then? You take the next step. Okay? It's a process. It's the compound effect. One chapter. Next chapter. Chapter after that. Alright? And... This, to finish up the intro uh, to this podcast, it was a quote that came up in the workshop this morning, and I really did enjoy it, is that you can have anything you want, but you can't have everything. All right, I'll just leave it at that. We'll go straight into the podcast with Larry Doyle. All right, welcome to the latest podcast, and my guest I have here in front of me is the Larry Doyle, all right, body composition specialist. We're just down here in his uh, facility, he's only after opening up as of new. We're just going to talk about a couple of things, health, fitness, nutrition. And Larry, you just tell the listeners a small bit about yourself, people that don't already know you. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, every time I uh, do one of these intros, I have to add on a couple of years onto it. So I'm a little bit further in the game than I realise sometimes. But I've uh, been working in the industry for the last 14, 15 years. Um, I've clocked up about 25,000 hours with personal training on the floor, um, dealing with clients from all walks of life. And like we were saying with the whole body composition specialist, that it used to be the name of the company, and now we've kind of changed it back to Larry Doyle Coaching because it tends to be all a little bit more all-encompassing with the whole thing. Um, been on a journey from the last, like we're saying, 17 years now or more with training. 20 years I've been training. Uh, I've gone through the, the competition scene, the bodybuilding scene, and back into a lot more coaching now and it's kind of a, an, an ever-evolving thing so it's uh yeah it's a true love and a passion so we're kind of evolving it now and we've got our own facility here in, in Escorthy where we're uh coaching a lot more coaches coaching a lot more clients uh broadening the horizons with the whole thing so it's, it's been a cool journey yeah no that's it's good but what i want to come and talk to you in particular about is people's relationship with food like where do you see where most people kind of seem to go wrong on in relation to choosing food choices or going for meals out or in any of those areas yeah it, it's a it's a really broad topic with it and, and i think the the biggest part of it now at the minute is a lot of um poor relationships with food um from massive restriction and massive um people i guess feeling the need and requirements for just purely being on food plans and that there's a, a right and wrong and there's a good and bad with food and there's there's a lot of these issues are kind of stemming up that we're seeing a lot more now. And is that due to social media or is that due to pressure uh, from peers or people that they hang around with? You know they say you're the average of the people you hang around with, but that can cause a negative effect if you're the majority of the time spending on social media and you have your follow, you're following these, mm. quote-unquote, the, the perfect body or the yeah. perfect glutes or the perfect abs or the perfect... Everything, yeah. It's, it's like the, that old quote was like, you're the average of the five people you spend most time with. But it's, it's now kind of, it's an evolving thing and, you know, it's it's all becoming a lot more closer now because of social media and that as well too. And you see a lot of people spend a lot of time engrossed in social media and that they're surrounding themselves with uh, a lot of, what is essentially clickbaity kind of stuff and they feel that they have to be following it and it's, they feel that they have to be doing all these things. And a lot of it is because of people have massed followings with, you know, built off their physique and that they only have a, a one set strategy for that physique and it's worked for them and then they come out with their food plans or strategies or 12-week ideas or whatever it might be and then a lot of people build these associations with that's the only way I can succeed 
and that's the biggest issue in a lot of it. And it's, social media is a fantastic place, don't get me wrong, it's, it's how we're able to, to build and scale our business as well, and we're trying to get the good word out there with it, but on the other side of it, there's the negative side where there's all that as well, this association with Body Perfect, and that this is the only way I can do it because of this girl with two million followers that, you know, I have to do her plan to get that because look at her, she's on a pedestal, and we, we put them there on this pedestal, and, it's the unfortunate thing about the social media side of it as well that it can have that negative impact on people's relationship with the food and their exercise and, and everything else in between it. Yeah. Well, in relation to sustainability, with people mm. that have a current physique and the like of it, and we kind of touched on it before we even pressed record here, that's the whole thing about balance. It's really about balance. You find in your balance, and you, mm. you can be an 80 20, it could be the likes of reducing it down during the week to have mm. a, a bigger meal or a bigger blowout during the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess when there, there's, if there's balance, there needs to be imbalance at some sides of it as well, that we can't have this kind of perfect thing all the time. And this, it's the biggest issue I think a lot of people see with that when they're, they're, they're striving for this perfect, that there needs to be give and take on both sides. And that's the, the biggest issue we see with people that they, they struggle to really get on that, you know, and it's, it's, it's becoming a big issue. Yeah. What was I going to say? There's kind of that quote as well that, there's no such thing as perfect and we had a, an image up here today in relation it was a wheel kind of life it's uh, along the lines and it goes your fitness how you'd rate that out of 10 next you would rate your work how's your career mm. how is the likes of your relationship to food mm. so the, the, the seven areas we pulled them up there they were uh, mental financial vocational social physical family and spiritual and a lot of people that they tend to <clears throat> with the fitness game it's like they, they pour everything into one side of it and then they drop the ball and then they lose balance because they're they're so focused on their physique and they're so focused on their performance at the gym that they're kind of they're forgetting about family time they're forgetting about relationships on the weekend they're forgetting about the other side that is essentially the balance um, and again like the, it's never going to be perfect they're never going to have all these slots of the pie chart fully filled up as well that it tends to be an issue sometimes that you can't have this and People are striving for this perfect all the time too, and it's uh, it's a big big problem, you know, that they're they're trying to, to force it into being perfection through it all. But that's okay with some individuals as well. The fact that if that's what they want, mm. they have to work towards it. Sometimes you do have to have exactly as we touched on a slightly imbalanced area in one life to have an, a, a larger gain in another area of life, such as your fitness. You have to sometimes have small bit of what we call it. Um, Trying to think of the word. You have to take away from one area to mm. gain trade offs. Trade exactly yes. that. Trade offs in a nutshell. Um, yeah. Uh, what I got to touch on is what is your current training like in relation to your business life? Because I know you're an extremely busy man, and just some people very very imbalanced. Um, because you've come from the, the bodybuilding background, yeah. and you've trained from five and six, and maybe even some seven days. Yeah, um, and it's the thing where. I, I come up with that quote, you can either grow your business or grow your biceps on a daughter. I love it. <laughs> that it's uh, now we've been a lot more focused on the business side of things and we, we've come away from that in terms of the, the competition side of things and we've seen a lot more growth on that side. You know, and there has to be that imbalance as well, that training and physique has dropped off that little bit uh, because of I've been able to focus and work that little bit more on the business side of things. You know? So there is that, that trade-off as well that I'm okay with reducing back the amount of days I'm training uh, because... Uh, we need to work that a little bit more in the business. But know. that's your goal at this moment in time, you're yes. working towards it. Do you write down your goals? Do you have set targets or how do you 
I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit looser with them. Uh, we haven't got that real rigid set five-year plan or whatever that might be with a lot of it uh, that we uh, we have to work around a lot of different objectives in terms of the business. And it's an ever-moving thing. It's ever-evolving that we kind of stick to these really rigid plans through that uh, we need to uh, to be a little bit more flexible in the approach. So we haven't got those rigid set-in-stone five-year plans. And a lot of people like to have them. And uh, I had a, a five-year plan last year that got scrapped and thrown out the window and I was living in Wicklow. We ended up sell, selling the house and moved back home to Wexford and opened the gym. This wasn't on the plan last year. Um, so now it's, it's an ever-evolving thing, so we need to, to be able to move with it and adapt. And so that's the same with people's plans, that they, they have these plans set in stone and that if it moves outside of it, that they really struggle uh, you know, to, to understand kind of why it's struggling or not gaining on that side of it. So, yeah. Is there, I want to touch on slightly more personal, is there things that you wish you'd done differently now that you through what you've come through? Uh, well, I'm, I'm in relation to your personal life, in relation to yeah, your business, I'm, in relation to... I'm a byproduct now of everything <coughs> that I've done before. So where I am now is a, an exact response of everything I've done previously. You know, so I'm, I'm an outcome of all that. Um, perhaps maybe, you know, another couple of bits with uh, training and stuff in the past that if I uh, hadn't injured myself or hadn't done a couple of things, yeah, I'd be a little bit, feel a little bit better now that I've got a couple of niggles, but the... Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an outcome of kind of everything that was done in the past, so yeah, it's, uh, I'm happy with it. I wouldn't change it. All right, I'm just going to finish up. We'll give a quick kind of short podcast of 10 odd minutes. Is there something that you, one thing, one message that you would love to pass on to the listeners that they could all gain some bit of that advice or give to people? I know that's kind of really putting it down. There's so much information out there, but if there was one simple thing that you could pass on to the listeners to put into practice... With your with your health and fitness, with your health and fitness, being your, in the your topic food or your nutrition or anything <coughs> as well, it's like find something that you really enjoy doing, and it's like find uh, if it's dancing the hula hoop or if it's back squatting max effort or whatever it might be, that's something you can stick to for that little bit longer. It's going to be the one that you're going to enjoy and something you're going to adhere to that much more, and you're going to get greater return from it. That it's it's moving away from optimal. Optimal doesn't exist. That there's the reality of it, and we need to get people kind of moving towards more of that and away from that kind of structure of the food plans and rigidness. That uh, if we could get people enjoying what they're doing that little bit more, do that. Brilliant way to end it. I tell you, there's no such thing as the perfect diet. There's no such thing as the perfect training. There's no such thing as the perfect anything. The world doesn't exist. Right. I really appreciate it. And thanks for coming on to the podcast, Larry. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. No problem at all. Right, lads. We'll just let wrap it up there. As we always end the podcast with, stay classy, stay tuned, and keep it organic. Alright, I just wanted to tell you about the new organic fitness program. If you want to have a leaner physique, reduce down your body fat, slip down into a lower dress size, have a flatter stomach, more visible abs, more toned arms, then this is the program for you. It's specifically tailored to your fitness goals. Eating foods that you enjoy, matching them to your activity levels, basing them off whole food fresh organic sources well then this is the program for you hit me up on instagram email or slide into the dms organic fitness coming at you hey i 
just wanted to come on here and say thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. If you got any value from it at all, I really would appreciate it. You could share it with just one individual, whether that be word of mouth, whether it be on social media, hashtag <laughs> Organic Fitness Buzz Compound Effect. Alright, hope you enjoyed this latest episode and as well as that, if you are listening to it on iTunes, I really would appreciate if you could give us a review, that would be doing me a massive favour and you goddamn well know this is the best goddamn fitness podcast out there. Stay classy, stay tuned and keep it organic.